Hello and welcome to the Taste Uber Music Podcast. I'm Diana Lynn. After a 40-year career in corporate America, I took a huge U-turn and became a volunteer DJ on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Since 2010, I've been the host, programmer, and engineer of a weekly Americana Roots music show, The Tasty Brew. With this podcast, I'll be sharing conversations with artists and music industry insiders with the goal of entertaining and educating the listening audience, all while giving a voice to the music makers that are underserved or ignored by mainstream media. Savrea is a singer-songwriter referred to me by a mutual songwriting friend from Louisiana, Tommy Ike Haley. She has just started her lyrical life, and it's always an honor and privilege to be the first radio or podcast experience for a young artist like this. Living in places like Nashville, Fort Worth, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast near New Orleans gives her a unique perspective on Southern American music with roots, blues, jazz, country, hip-hop, pop, and even Cajun in the mix. Gifted with her first guitar at 16, she started writing songs and playing open mics. Dad's job transferred the family back to Nashville, and she started playing songwriter rounds and recording with Michael McAdam and great Nashville musicians including Jimmy Lester and Dave Rowe, who had worked with Johnny Cash, Steve Earle, Dwight Yoakam, and many more. Another transfer back to Mississippi, and Savrea started to write new material and gigging all over the Gulf Coast. She claims no specific genre with an open mind to past and present influences. Her second release, Glass Ball, finished first in the 2021 Ozone Songwriting Competition. She's working with regional videographer Chaz Singleton of Astro Clan Productions, who has shot videos for hip-hop artists including Juvenile, Choppa, Young Blue, and the Ying Yang Twins. Savrea is a unique artist with powerful vocals and meaningful lyrics for one so young. Enjoy this early morning conversation and musical performance from Savrea. I'm joined in the studio by Savrea, who's originally from this area, right? You were born in Liberty, Missouri. Yes. Yes, I was born in uh, Liberty. I didn't get to spend a ton of time here because we were always moving around. Lived in Nashville a few years. Primarily grew up in Fort Worth, Texas, and am currently living in Biloxi, Mississippi. Is Biloxi on the water? Yes. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. It's so nice. And you're getting ready to move back. Uh, Yes, I'm getting ready to move back to Nashville in September. Just signed a lease, so I'm super excited. (laughs) Well, I'm super excited to have you here. Savrea is a new artist just getting started and comes from a musical background, from what I understand. Your dad is a singer-songwriter. You came to my attention from my friend Tommy, who's from down there in Louisiana that I met. I was trying to figure it out how long ago it's been. It's been about seven or eight years ago. I went down to a Chili When It's Chili festival in, I think it's called Lake Limestone with a friend, Scott Ford. Uh, may he rest in peace. And I met Tommy uh, Haley and Steve Judice and yes. a, a lot of these singer yeah. songwriters from that area that annually came to this event in Texas. And we've stayed in contact over the years so that when they're releasing new music or they want to connect me with someone like your, yourself, uh, we stay in contact and, and, and awesome. we do that. So, yeah, it's so cool that Tommy was one of the first when I started playing when I was 16. And so I did start a little late, but he, my dad contacted him and he had the troubadour songwriter night and that was kind of one of my first like little 
rounds before we moved back to Nashville, so it was really cool to do that. Well, when I have somebody live here in the studio, I like to start off playing some music right yeah. away so people can get a taste. Yep. Uh, so uh, what would you like to play for us first, right out of the bat? I am going to play a song I wrote. I wrote this a few years ago. It's called 100 for You. It's about, you know, you give 100% of yourself to someone and they're not really reciprocating that.
sounded really good in my Thank head. Thank you so just much. Savrea. Let's, let's spell that correctly for the folks out there so that they can then find you on social media. It's S-A-V-R-A-Y-A. You know, things have opened up again, right. and there was a pent-up demand for... Oh, yeah. Everyone was kind of like... You know? Well, and then, I don't know how it is in Biloxi, but here in the Kansas City region, more and more venues are offering music as an attribute. Ale works and wineries and coffee right. shops and places that really three or four years ago either didn't exist at all or were not offering that yeah. as an option. So, you know, if you've got original material and, and you can put in a couple hour gig it, you know? it's really nice to have those places especially places that are very open to like the originals and the songwriting aspect because sometimes you know you hear the people want to hear what they know but sometimes you'd be surprised that people want to hear you know other things too so. yes it's very important that the venue owner support that um, yeah. and that you know that going in mm-hmm. when you book the gig right you know that this is what Absolutely. the expectations are going to yep. be and that that line of communication is open are you classically trained in any way do you read music i am like very not classically trained well you know who else isn't james taylor did really? you did you see him last night on cold bear no. he does not read music wow yeah i've been doing this for 60 years so. i know it's crazy you know, I've seen so many people that haven't that you would think they're so talented that you would be like stars, you know, that you would think, oh, they've trained their entire life since they were two years old. But really, it's just I think it all comes down to passion. And and if you can't do it, you know, surround yourself with those who people can. That can, you know, yeah. when you're going into the studio and Absolutely. you're recording, you've got to have people that know what they're doing, especially right. if you're hiring side players. They, yeah. they got to know how to read a chart and, oh, and yeah. how to communicate with each other sure. and that sort of thing. Have you recorded yet? I've recorded, actually, my first... I started in Americana. Um, My dad, he knew some people in the Americana scene. And um, I've listened to it since I was a kid because he loved it. And I ended up falling in love with it. And I just always loved the writers and just the tone in some of their voices. You know, it was different and it was cool. And it wasn't always like this perfected you know what i mean yes kind of manufactured right sound. exactly it, yeah. was, it was really awesome to like grow up around that and recently i started doing more pop modern production but my first single i ever did i went to nashville and recorded it with some great players and one of them was mike mcadam and he has played with steve Earl, randy foster uh, mary chapin carpenter etc and it was so cool to see his like love for music and his creativity meet professionalism and and focus and just it was an awesome learning experience well it's great that you had a good experience so early yeah because so many don't yeah you know don't Mm -hmm. have a good experience so that's your benchmark you know that from moving forward you'll be able to use that as a basis of comparison for how your experiences go in the future and it really is important to be prepared and professional when you go into a situation like that especially if you're paying exactly (laughs) and that's another thing like now i'm doing this more modern stuff it's i grew up also at the same time while i was listening to the americana side i was like it was like 2009 through 2013-14 and some of the best female pop artists in my opinion like Katy Perry and, and Lady Gaga and all these creative women 
Taylor Swift, they started coming out. So I was also very inspired by what they mm -hmm. did. So I tried to kind of mix that together. Now I'm doing the beats and I also had a lot of hip hop influence living in Mississippi and like an hour from New Orleans, which is like a mecca for hip hop. And so many great hip hop artists, you know, reside there. And it was cool to kind of get the beats at the same time. Eventually I want to do something where I mix a live band and beats and maybe all on one record. And it's kind of weird, but it's just... I feel like, you know, well, it mixes. I, the only thing I can tell you is uh, I don't think there are any rules anymore. I agree. It is not as structured as it was decades ago yeah. where you couldn't get on the radio unless you had a record deal and you couldn't get a record deal unless you did ABC. Mm -hmm. There's so much DIY out there now there and the opportunities are so much greater for you to be heard, but the opportunities for revenue aren't any better than they right. used to be. In fact, it's it's probably worse. If you're just joining us, uh, I have with me in the studio Savrea from Biloxi, yep. Mississippi, formerly of Liberty, Missouri and Nashville, getting ready to move back to Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee here shortly. Who are you listening to right now when you when you're taking a road trip like right. like you just did? <laughs> Uh, do you listen to podcasts? Uh, do you listen to... Does your dad take over the, the controls? We the fight. <laughs> we fight the whole trip. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, hey, let's listen to this. He's like, well, let me show you this. So it's a lot of different stuff. We have been listening to a lot of... We listened to your podcast on the way up, which was awesome. And we also... We even have been listening to, like, Jack Ingram's podcast. Mm -hmm. Jacking Around or something. Yeah, Somebody Jacking Around yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I listen to a lot of Lana Del Rey. I think she's... I think she's great. She's one of my biggest influences. I grew up listening to... Do you, have you, do you listen to St. Vincent? I haven't, but I've heard so many great things. It's a, she's an amazing artist. Yeah. Um, it's, it's almost like she's from another planet. Really? Not only she's from Tulsa. <laughs> Seriously? But she really looks like That's she's awesome. from another universe. Yeah. And, and is very much uh, a unique and unusual artist. Uh, let's hear another original tune. All right, this song is, um, it's a newer song I wrote. It's called Strip Mall. freeway that day with him was as good as it ever got I swore he was a man of my dreams the way he rolled his eyes made him look so freaking hot I was staring out the window feeling the vibes with trippy red playing on his Toyota Corolla speakers his car was as basic as it gets, it smelled like weed and cigarettes, there was pizza crust on the floor from Little Caesars. He said he had to stop at Smoke City to pick up some backwoods and menthol vape juice. Yeah, he was an idiot I guess and I swore to myself this date would be the last cause I damn sure gotta cut this guy loose. me, he made me feel free, no need to worry, we were never in a hurry, he had no money, but he was funny, ain't no place I'd rather be on a Monday, yeah. that was the day we went down to the strip mall, trying to figure out Just too handsome, dark and tall But the way he loved me was so clear 
So that really reminds me oh, of those who, so yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, of course, the uh, the narrative has been updated quite a bit with, <laughs> with the the pop culture references that uh, that we heard there. As long as you're aware that you can do better, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You can do better for sure. <laughs> Love that tune. And the name of that tune was Strip Mall. Yes, Strip Mall. And the first song that we heard was called One Hundred for You. Mm-hmm. One Hundred for You. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm really digging what I'm hearing so far. Thank you. So you're out of high school. Mm-hmm. Are you? going to college? Are you going to do this full-time? Are you working a job? What's the deal? I was in college for a year, and then I took some time to really... I want to tighten up before I move mm-hmm. to Nashville and get everything really in line. Um, I was working at a motorcycle shop. Mm-hmm. I was doing marketing over there, and um, now I'm just really taking time to fully commit to getting better. So you've been to Nashville before. You've mm-hmm. lived in Nashville before, and you're going back. What 
are you going to do differently? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went when I was 17, 16, 17, and I just was so new, and I think that everything freaked me out. I lived a lot through emotions. I mean, everything I did was just such an emotional thing, because as a songwriter, I think we're just... hard hormones right, when you're 16. That, it's okay. That too. And I lived a lot through emotion, and um, now I'm trying to... I'm learning how to, like, really have the business aspect and then bring out the emotions in the right time, you know, through my music, not through whatever else. Well, I think that that's really smart because there is an art to the business side yes. of it. And if you are not equipped or willing to do the business side of it, right. then you've got to get somebody on your team for sure or in your circle of influence that can do that for you. Yes. Not everybody's got that skill set or wants it. But if you are of a mind to get the music out there and to make this your vocation, you've got to recognize that as a necessity and be prepared so that you can protect yourself. Yeah. So that you can preserve the music and protect it. Right. uh, So that it doesn't get stolen or used to the benefit of somebody else. Yeah. And that's it. I think the songwriting, the cool thing about Nashville is like the fact that you can kind of come up through a publishing type of situation Mm -hmm. or, um, songwriting or writing for other people and you can also write for yourself and I think one of the things I want to do that I didn't do last time was really get out co-write a ton and learn other because I write like I said through emotion and usually it's just like a thing that it'll happen and when I don't know what to say or I don't know what to do I'll just write a song about it so I think getting to the point where I can really just take in other people's ideas and learn more about that process that'll be really well it'll be good for you to determine whether that's something that you can do yeah do it and do it well and comfortably not everyone plays well with others and not everyone makes a good collaborator but if you don't at least try you're not going to know for sure i mean guy clark collaborated with other people and Mm -hmm. wade bowen who i'm hoping to be speaking to in a little bit (laughs) uh, in this last record collaborated with uh, vince gill and laurie mckenna you know did he need to no right did he want to most definitely And everybody probably needs a little bit of help. I'm not a musician. I'm not a songwriter. I just try to support. And that's my role. Uh, You may find that being on Music Row and collaborating and like going to work like it's a job that is not for you. you And that you'll hate it. I think like having different styles will be cool to like explore other because I'm very melody heavy. I think that like a lot of the things I do, I start with a melody. It's just how I've always done it. And um, I like to use a lot of layers and accents, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and kind of mix it up. And or I variations like, on the theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to do that, and I, I would love to mix that with maybe some more, like, old school stuff or, you know, just different types of Do you have the technology yourself? I mean, are you equipped at, at recording and editing, sound editing, and that, and that sort I'm of thing? I'm not, and that's what I want to learn to do. Yeah, like, I'm learning to do that right really, now. Yeah, so, yeah that's, it's, it's, that, that's... It's a process, and it keeps evolving. It does. It's crazy the things that they can do, and I think learning... So, what I've been doing lately, because it's a lot cheaper than going to a studio, so I'll write a song acoustically, and I'll make a little phone demo, whatever, Mm -hmm. and I'll send it to... I have a guy in London, his name's Harry, and he has been producing... He produced my latest single, Undeniable, and he really captured what I wanted to do with it. And since I can't, like, sit in a studio and really really sit and go over every single production thing, I'd love to do that. Eventually, I hope 
someday I can. But this is really cool because I can just send him an email with the little rough demo and he'll build a musical piece around it using my melody and then I can lay the vocals at home, which is what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So we just like gutted my closet. I got mattress foam thingies and we just like stapled them on the wall. It works. It does. I mean, I have a, full disclosure, I have a cedar closet, a walk-in cedar yeah. closet at home, and what, no matter where I get the, the, the sound files to do my podcast, whether it's from the recordings here at the right. studio or whether I'm on somebody's bus or in the green room or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it can be a little rough, you know, yeah. and that's just the, just the way it is. But when I do the intro, I go into my closet where all my clothes are that's so cool. and sit there on the floor with a blanket over my head. Yes. And it gets so hot. Oh, yeah, but but the intro's only a minute, man, and, and they call me one-take wonder here. I mean, I get it. I try to get it done in one nice, take so that's that I perfect. can get in and out of there, and it works, whatever works. It does. I think that we don't, like, I don't know how to do the Pro Tools and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I do want to learn how to do eventually, and I know, like, I listen to a lot of Doja Cat, and she does that. Like, a lot of people don't, I think, know, but she really, like, she makes a lot of her beats, and she really, very good at producing, writing, and... You know, and back in the day, I mean, I hate to say this, but a woman wouldn't be allowed to do that. Not at all. Not I mean, all. I wanted to be on the radio 50 years ago and went into the local radio station and said, you know, what do I do? Is there a school I can go to? Yeah. Um, because I want to be a DJ. Uh, oh, honey, we don't have girls in rock and roll. No. It's ridiculous. You know, but can you type? Because we need some, we need a receptionist. Right. So, yeah, I'm all about seeing these young strong women just take it by the by the horns and say no this is what i want yeah. no i don't like that yes i do want that right know, yeah so as long as you're coming out of the gate like that are willing to stand up for yourself i think you're I yeah think and you're seeing women just, like you just like do your thing and be so powerful and strong at what you do it's it's really inspiring. oh well i thank you so much yeah, i absolutely. i got started late but better late than never i mean i can I'm, I'm not kidding when i tell people you know i didn't start my broadcast career until i was 59 and i didn't start podcasting until i was 65 and now i'm doing this nonprofit at 70 it doesn't matter as long as i'm healthy and engaged it keeps me young to to associate with you always have to keep doing stuff yeah sitting around you know like young guys playing games video games games. or old ladies like me sitting around watching the view it's not going to happen you can't fulfill your life that way (laughs) let's hear let's hear some some more great music from savrea that's a pretty little tailor you've got there thank you finally got one I mean, I sit across from a lot of guitars, and I don't know anything about them, but come to know that, you know, tailors and guilds and it's sound really, really good. When I had really my good. little Alvarez, like when I first started, it was different. It was good, but it was a different vibe. <laughs>
say it was a virus A doctor's diagnosis was I'm so in love with Titus Your body's my prescription That's what I've been missing I start feeling better with your hugging and your kissing This is Savrea, and you have been listening to the Tasty Room Music Radio Show. My name is Diana Lynn, coming to you every Friday now between 10 a.m. and noon with the best in Americana, bluegrass, country, and roots music, and really anything else I want to play. It's been fun getting to know you. it's so Um, nice to meet you. Do you have plans to come back anytime soon, or are you just kind of waltzing through here right now? My family, a lot of my family lives up here, so come up quite a bit. What is the best way to access your content on social media? I am on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at Savrea Official. S A V R A Y A O F F I C. You know how to spell official. Um, <laughs> Spotify, just Savrea. Amazon Music, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Savrea as well. You referenced a tune called Undeniable. Yes. Can you play that for yeah, us to go yeah, out of here with? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for and having me. And thanks, Dad, me. for bringing her yes, in. Yes, thanks. He's barely slow. And we'll uh, have to uh, have you <laughs> in again. And uh, when you've got something that you want to announce or whatever, you know, get in touch with me and we can Absolutely. do a phone Thank you so much. Thing. Yeah, this has been so fun. It went really fast. It was so much fun. And I've never got to do, like, an official radio interview, so this is really cool. Oh. <laughs> well, is there anything that we haven't touched on or that you want to make sure we include this time around? I think we got everything. Okay, cool. This is, yeah, this has been awesome. All right, well, good. You'll think of it at 3 o'clock this morning. Oh, yeah, I'll be like, (laughs) you know what? (laughs) Oh, man, I wish I would have done that. Say hi to Tommy. Oh, yes. Hey, Tommy. (laughs) Tommy I. Kaylee. He's awesome. He got us connected, and um, thank you so much, Tommy, by the way. And if you're listening, I hope we get to play some songs together soon. Yeah, thanks again, Tommy, for making the connection. You you can send folks like Savrea my way anytime. (laughs) 
So this is my latest single. Um, it's called Undeniable, and it's out on all the streaming platforms. Touch me when you touch me. 